I don't know why anybody's bothering to make music right now. This is the only song that matters. <laughs> hey guys, how's it going this week? Um, well, we're back. It's been a little while. You know, we haven't really gotten into a routine. <laughs> Just it's been yet. a long while. <laughs> yeah, in a long while. Thing. Things have happened, life's happened, shit's happened, so it is what it is. It took like seven weeks for quarantine to finally catch up with me, but last week it kicked my ass. Yeah, (laughs) I've been super busy, so it's just been like, it's been crazy. And this is for fun, so we're not really stressing ourselves over it or anything like that. Yeah, just keep on pushing it down the line. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, there's days where we'll get together. You want to record today? You want to record today? Nah, I'm busy or not feeling it, and so... We definitely want to be make sure we come to this like with a good mindset and we're ready to ready to go because it's it's music, man. It's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be not supposed to be work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of turned it into work with my backlog, but that's why I've also been trying to like tone that down too. But that's it, on you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's totally on me. There was a few albums these last few weeks where I got to like three or four tracks, and I was like. I have no interest in this. I do not need to listen to it anymore. I'm <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to some not even newer stuff. I know a lot of your stuff's newer stuff. I've been finding some older stuff that's new to me, which mm-hmm. like we'll kind of get into. But um, yeah, let's get into the tracks from our last, the homework from our last episode. You want to start you with Casa? Yeah, let's go over with Casa first. Cool. Um, I took. I actually found that website that I was telling you about. I, I texted to you, but I don't remember what it is now. I will have to pull it up again if we're going to talk about it on. Or do you remember oh, what it was? No, I don't remember the one with the liner notes. Yeah, I, I forgot what it was, but it, it has like listings of all all the uh, people who worked on it, or, li- or at least are reported to have worked on albums. Yeah. Um, and this one was mastered by, um, quote unquote. I guess his nickname is Mid Range um, Mike Bozzi. Have you heard of him before? No, I haven't. Not the name. Oh my God, dude. This guy's credentials. So let me just run down what I wrote down. He did Childish uh, 315.20, the one we just heard. Yeah. Um, a couple of Doja Cat singles. And here's where it gets real good. Pack, Ventura, and Oxnard. Tyler, the Creator, Igor, and Flower Boy. One of my favorite rock bands, which is weird because all this stuff is all the rest of this stuff is hip hop, and like their their mixes sound really good. They're called yeah. Sunflower Beam. Yeah. Um, the, the EP is called King of the Dudes, and I'll send it to you. It's so good. He did the Black Panther soundtrack, Mac Miller Swimming, SZA Control, which was on my in my rotation only for like six months, like when it, a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. um, the dude has just mixed so much stuff that I I love over the last few years. He's producing or he's mixing. No, he's mastering. Sorry. Oh, mastering. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I actually found a couple of um, videos of him on YouTube. If you look up his name, he talks about like like a lot of his theories and stuff. He has a lot of like um, classes or like um, just kind of his yeah theories and and ideas and stuff. Like and his going take into on it. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and there's one that he has about compression, and he's talking about how like he doesn't want especially with the way people are consuming music, streaming and stuff. He's trying not to like squeeze the hell out of it because your ears are fatigued at the end of it and at the end of it like you are, he's like are you really going to go back to an album that after 45 minutes you like you take off your headphones and you're like what the hell did i just do to myself yeah um, and he was saying like all the detail that we struggle to put in there i still want that in there and so like he was just speaking to to he, everything that like that, that i love is, yeah he's <laughs> trying to stay we, away from from the blocky waveforms from just solid blocks of sound yeah he like he's just talking to everything that we learned and like all the yeah. all the theory that we know and so i was just all right like i mean not not only his track record speaks for itself but like listening to him talk is like oh damn this guy i i basically i will start like looking up what this guy's doing now 
which I haven't done in a while. I think the last time we really did was like Chris Lord Algae and uh, and his brother. Yeah, um, when they, when they t- were doing whatever, that whatever they were mixing, we were fucking consuming for sure. Because yeah. like they were just geniuses. It got to the point where they were only mixing singles for a while because it yeah. was just like I think they're yeah, still doing that. I don't think they could afford to have them mix a whole <laughs> album. I think that was too much out of the budget to have them mix a full album. I was like, okay, we can only afford for you to do like two thirds of this song because it's like three minutes. Can you give us two minutes of your mixing and we'll just we'll like, we'll, you know, we'll fucking, whatever, we'll try to mix the last minute of it. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's all that's going to be on the radio anyways. So that's yeah, that's all, yeah, that's all people are going to listen to anyways. Super, yeah. <laughs> the, um, their mix engineers, there wasn't a whole lot of credits to their name, but um, there was a dude named Paul Wilson who um, worked on another album that I, or another artist that I recently recommended to you, Quale Chris. Um, his album is really good. If you guys haven't heard that, I'd suggest go checking out that. At least they were listening through it. It's, it's different and it's cool. Yeah. Um, I I was also kind of the way we talked about this one last time. And like, like I said, like the reason that I picked this one for last week is I really wanted to get more exposure to it because it was so interesting to me. Yeah. Um, and while I, while I was listening to it and taking my notes, I actually was able to find out about a lot about him. And so I guess his process was he fills up his backpack with his MacBook pro, his Apogee um, duet interface, his sure KSM microphone, which is, I mean, like a $500, $600 microphone. So yeah. he's got some gear. Um, and then he just goes, rides around on his bike to uh, to his friends in New York and then um, has them drop, uh, he has them quote unquote drop dabs on his tracks. Um, yeah. Yeah, because they all have like specific equipment in their in their facilities and stuff like that. So he's dry, he's like going all around creating these sounds. Yeah. Um, and the really interesting thing to me, and I guess this is where, I think this is why the album is so interesting, is he's a drummer by trade. Um, but he was saying on, I don't know if it's in general or just this album, but he typically records drums last and he uses it to add color um, and atmosphere instead of being the back backbone to the track. And that's got to be the, the reason that it like appeals to my ear or at least like gets my ear, uh, catches the attention of my ear because yeah. that's not the way, mu- like it's so backwards the way that music is created to do it that way. And it's right. still good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll, I, I honestly, dude, there's some of the stuff on here that melodically did not catch me. I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. like, yeah, sh- straight off, like the the I listened to both of the albums that he had, the I'm Thinking Good and then the Go Get Ice Cream one. Mm-hmm. I listened to them both, and so just to like see what the difference was in like growth, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so it was only a year apart, but but the first few albums on the uh, which was the first one that you recommended to me? It was the, I'm thinking good, right? I think I'm good is is that is the one that for this week, yeah. So it was hard for me to get into, and I'll tell you why. Because melodically, rhythmically, and it makes sense because he's a drummer. Rhythmically, it was good, and I liked it. But melodically, it didn't really have a lot of like it didn't really go anywhere for me melodically. Like mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot like a melodic line to follow. It was a lot of of repetition like repetition and loops you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. which that style like I, I i get that style but for me to to give something a hard listen to it's hard for me to like for it to keep my attention when it's like these like sequential loops going on and on and on and on now yeah. the loops are complex and they're good and the tones are good and the sounds are good like they're good quality but they almost felt like loops yeah if- 
what if I hadn't told you, would he would you have thought that he made all this stuff on just his MacBook Pro and his back like gear that he can fit into his backpack? No, yeah, for sure not. I would have thought he recorded like in a studio, like different instruments and like they were good quality. They were fucking really great. But like the latter half of the album of I'm thinking good, like that's when it really caught me. I think there's a little bit more like vocals in there and there's things yeah. like that that I really like. And so those the latter half of the album for me is really, really good. They're as an album in completion from from front to back, it's not something I would listen to over and over again, like front to back that way, but it definitely had tracks on there um, that I really enjoyed and that got more melodically, like uh, more melodic, like they became more musical towards yeah, the end. Yeah, more musical yeah. towards the end versus like the, the beginning ones were more like, they were more just kind of, like loops you know what i mean and like i can't i can't do that like it's almost i I hate this is a terrible terrible like this is a terrible example because it's not this but it's almost like elevator music and and i hate that because i can't think of a better word for it because it's yeah. not that's not a fair well, more, assessment of it it's more but atmospheric atmospheric is yeah and so they're not bad i just like for something that if I if I'm throwing it on while like I'm cooking or I'm doing something mm. like that's cool, but for it to be something that like I'm sitting down with headphones like tearing apart and like looking at, I mean looking at listening to, <laughs> <laughs> like you know like theoretically and like looking at it like it, I mean listening to it, ugh. um, it those first few tracks just I was just like I, I I sound stupid to say this, but I'm like I just didn't get it like you know what I mean like yeah. they were good and well, I'm like. But like I said, the latter half of the of the album was good, and I liked it. the yeah. The ice cream one was you could definitely see more growth in tones and loops and rhythms mm-hmm. um, from from Go Get Ice Cream to this one, which was really cool because it's only a year apart, man. Like that's a, yeah. it had a lot of growth tone wise, melodically, and and like I'm sure from people that were working on the album wise, like either engineers and 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 uh, people mastering it. Like it sounded a lot better, but it definitely, it had a few tracks that will, will probably stay in my library, but not a full, not, I wouldn't give it the full album, like thumbs up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I like, I do personally, because like, I get what you're saying completely. And like, I do not refute any of that to me. Like the best description of this is like freeform hip hop acid jazz. Like <laughs> yeah. It, is, yeah. it is weird and it's crazy. And like, that's why I like, like it, it was really good. Little known fact, it syncs up perfectly well with Alice in Wonderland. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. uh, but they, yeah, like we were saying, the, the samples are quality in here, which has been an obsession of mine. And if you if you don't get get what I'm saying, um, when I say that, listen to Charlie XCX's most recent album. It was created in quarantine, so for what it is, it's good. But the samples on there are butt, dude. Yeah. Compare, like, listen to Charlie XCX back to back to Ali X that we listened to on our last episode, yeah. and it's a night and day. Di- like, I'm just using that as an example because it's yeah. it's an obvious zim- uh, difference that anybody could hear. Yeah. Um. And like you're saying, like it's not very musical. Like I even have in my notes here, there's probably like three actual songs on this album. Yeah. Um. But it just really see, even, resonated even, with me. Even the other ones that don't have lyrics, and I'm not. When I say musical, I don't mean lyrical. Like, I don't yeah. mean lyrical. So I don't want that. Like, that's a huge difference. I don't want people to get it confused with, like, oh, there's no lyrics or songs. Because he does have a few people, like, a few mm-hmm. uh, lyrical songs on here. I just mean melodical. It doesn't even have to have a a melodic line or a melodic, like, something you can hum to it. It just, 
they're almost repeating like the same loop without moving up and down like the scale you know what i'm saying like there's no progression scale wise like it it doesn't go up and down yeah you're a classically trained musician like yeah yeah yeah. you You know what i mean like this yeah yeah, i I need yeah like we've done this and we need to move to the next like we gotta move forward to the next part (laughs) like we're done with that we're done 32 Uh bars ago like we gotta move forward like you know what i mean so that's why i say like atmospherically yeah it's great and it sounds good and if it's on just something like while you're hanging out like fuck it's fucking perfect quality i mean even better quality and people wouldn't appreciate it if it was in the background so that's why i kind of mm. get torn in the back because i'm like it's you have to too, pay attention it's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's a super heady album like you like it's a great album for it's, headphones yeah it's too good of quality for it to be in the background but it's not enough to like be the hero of like it's not gonna move you and like bring you to tears like you know what i mean it's not gonna be that emotional album either though but well, it, that- i mean I mean, I, I guess it really depends. Cause like I said, like, I mean, at least for me, it really resonated with me. And maybe it's just cause like, like I feel a lot, of, a lot of what he has in his music. And that's why I didn't really like care about those progressions. Like he does, yeah. I think he does a really good job of bringing you into his world in here. Um, and Landline is a good example of that because like, it's the one where he's more like speaking over the track and talking about like when he was a little kid and stuff. And his brother yeah. is actually the one playing the saxophone on that track. So like, no shit, it's, a, cool. it's a really cool out. Like, it's really cool. Like when you know that, that kind of stuff, but if you don't care enough to, to go like find out that stuff, then it doesn't matter. And I really love like, I guess my, my big thing right now that I've been to by into the last couple of months is experimental hip hop. Um, yeah childish and all that stuff and it like this just kind of scratched that itch like not a lot of other stuff does right um and because it's so unique is really what what captured my attention well because um, it's and like yeah, to- other garbage on the radio like mm-hmm. towards the end there it is an emotional role like it just good it does go up and down and it is more like like uh like um melodic like you say yeah yeah um I do, I do want to point out, I mean, even if you're just going to listen to the first track on here, which is apparently what, everybody, what I was reading the other day, apparently everybody does on Spotify now. So all these artists are front loading their, like, instead of making like an album, a whole experience, they're front loading yeah. all their good tracks on the beginning because they don't want people to leave their albums inside these streaming services. Yeah. Um, but the first song, I Know You See Me, it, it's incredible. Like the way that, so I guess to kind of harp on what you're saying is like the music doesn't really kind of go that much like it, it'll yeah. jump in and out and like there is some parts where it gets kind of crazy um but his flow just stays on point that whole time in that song and i think that that like that's i yeah i really like that song i really like this album getting more of a chance to listen to it after it yeah. had like intrigued me before um so personally i really liked it yeah yeah no it definitely was like good and but it just wasn't something yeah you don't, I see don't know you... going back to yeah 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 and like not i don't see all the tracks staying in my library basically Mm-hmm. like some of them the, were like I, same because yeah. it like if i was going to listen to this album i would go back and listen like intentionally listen to the album except yeah. for maybe one or two tracks yeah um yeah and i i totally get what you're saying again i don't refute any of that stuff it's just yeah if you're into weird experimental hip-hop give this one a shot for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah cool uh you want to go on to the next one which one do you want to do um i say rosebuds rosebuds okay yeah this is an older album definitely like i said this one came across my plate like we talked about like how we find music. I will see people randomly like screenshot a track that they're listening to. And I'm like, Oh, I've never heard of that band. Let me go download that album they're listening to. And that's how I found this one. A friend of mine had screenshotted the album. Was it I'm Jeff? Like, no, it wasn't Jeff. Uh, Cause <laughs> he's from Carolina, right? Yeah. 
They, did you know they were from Carolina? Yeah, I didn't know they were from Carolina. Okay. That makes sense. I was like, now. I was like why would you say? <laughs> no, if it's not pop punk, he ain't listening to it. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> well, almost. There's been there's there's a few wild cards in there, but like ninety nine point nine percent. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, this one was a, a friend of mine that that um, I've just known for a while, and like she actually has really good taste in music, and it's some it's it's really eclectic you know so sometimes i'm like she's someone that i kind of tr- i wouldn't say trust because sometimes i'm like that's it's random <laughs> stuff but she has some some pretty good like hits every now and then so this one actually popped up the day we recorded our last uh our last uh episode so i already yeah. had thundercat like that was already lined up ready to go but then this yeah. one popped up that day and i was like oh i definitely want to have this one and, and get your take on it because it gave me like it's it came out in 2014, which you know is a while back, but it doesn't have a 2014 feel. I feel like it's got like a late 90s feel to it. Like it's got that like kind of chill rock, um, kind of like uh, God. I'm trying to think of other bands to relate it to, but it's it's just more of that like kind of relaxed rock type feel. Like you know what I mean? Like um, singer songwriter kind of you know, but but they're still full band, almost jam bandy kind of like feel to it and so i really liked it as something that that was reminded me of like just that late 90s rock but was a newer band at least to me you know yeah so i don't know i mean what did you think well um overall like i liked it it was it was good um they honestly like it just didn't it didn't grab me the same like the same way probably that casa was with you and it's because yeah. like i I, I get what you're saying. And it, it was good for sure. Like I, I'll appreciate it as they're, they're talented for sure. Yeah. Um, apparently this was the first time that they had ever recorded live. So there was a bunch of uh, studio musicians on here and the dude who recorded it is the front man for um, Bonnie Vare, who has been recording a, a ton of stuff. And he, he played a lot of the stuff on here too. Yeah. You, have you listened to them much? No, I okay. only listened to this. Yeah. No, not this album, but have you listened to Bonnie Vare? No, oh, no, Bonnie Vare. No, no, okay, I, I didn't. I didn't think you really had, um so like here's the thing is that i've been kind of stressing on lately too is like this album to me is good and so lately it's just like good has been done to death why even bother (laughs) anymore like with technology and advancement like to use it to use a baseball term a replacement level album which is just standard album yeah is, isn't worth it. like isn't worth the, the cost and so to me it's much better to take a chance and do something that doesn't end up like the way you wanted it and do something somebody hasn't heard before as opposed to yeah. like this and i mean maybe i just got all that stuff out of my system when i was in high school and you were in college and listening to dave matthews and we listened to like jam band stuff like that and like yeah. com- for at least for my ear listening to that stuff and like all the live stuff we heard and them actually like jamming and how good of musicians they are like yeah this never really gets into that it it, it kind of reminds me of what you're saying about casa where it's just like it, it again it's good and they're playing for a while but like they don't really like there's no there's nothing that, that caught me or like really brought me into it right um so yeah like and like Bands like Arcade Fire and, and Bonnie Bear, people love them for some reason but they, like it's just not impressive to me and i i like it, it's rich coming from me who's not really that musically talented but it it yeah i don't know why it just doesn't it doesn't intrigue me that much to to go seek it out more I d- i'll listen to it when it comes across but it's it's kind of like that where it won't really stay in my rotation yeah um 
But In My Teeth and Sand and Silence, I really like those songs. And you know what? And it could be, I mean, maybe these guys, like I said, they're still kind of new to me too. That's why I threw them in there. I thought that'd be fun because like it's something I had just came across them. And so I wanted to see what your take was, you know, as as yeah. us both finding them at the same time. Well, apparently you know, they're done now. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> but, you know, the, the thing was, is that like, you know, I didn't really think about this, but yeah, they are that jam bandy style, like. I wonder what they would have been like live to watch. Like, I wonder if there's any footage of them, like maybe because if you, I mean, there's a big difference between like you mentioned Dave Matthews, like there's a big difference between listening to their studio albums, which are fun and good to listen to. And like, you know, they're fun to sing along to. And like, they're just, they're great musicians. So they put on a great like track and the track is still great, but you're not going to get the quality of it unless you see them live and see them play and see them play off each other because you're like, Oh shit, these guys are fucking great. Like yeah. they are good musicians. Like and it's a different what, show almost every night. Oh yeah. And, and it's and as good each time. Yeah. And it, yeah. And that's the whole thing is that like you, it's a different appreciation. Like you're, you're not just appreciating the song. Yeah. You can sing along to the song and yeah, you know, satellite and well, yeah. Yeah. You can <sighs> sing along to it. But the thing is, is that like when you, know what's going on as, as a musician and you're hearing them jam together and like you're like oh that was totally unplanned and they just went on for 20 minutes like and that didn't even fucking that was not like yeah we're gonna do a 20 minute here like no like you know what i mean like i wonder if they were the same style or had that same feel playing live because that it does give me that feel like you could carry on with with some of these songs anywhere in there like i wonder if they had that as a part of them you know mm. or not a part as a part of like their their thing like i wonder if that was part of their thing but i don't know yeah yeah i mean like i said like it was good it's just it was again something that i'll go back to just because there, there's so much other stuff and like to to use a same or to have a shameless shameless self-promotion in here me and uh our cousin josh started a podcast um for korean baseball called yeah. viva yagu go listen to it um <laughs> the the level of play in, in korean baseball is like so much under mlb that like having been exposed to that so early and having to like listening to it probably way more than i should have um <laughs> it's just it, it raised the bar too high for me to like fully get in on this but it is good i'm not gonna yeah. say that, it, that it's not I, I would never say that but yeah it's just not not something that i see myself going back to too often personally yeah and you know what i'll be honest too like i listen to it, i give it a good few listens to and then um i really haven't gone back to it in the you know last few weeks or so like i listened to it again recently when we were gonna record, I think a couple of weeks ago, just <laughs> just to give myself a refresher, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's cool, it's cool. I mean, yeah. it didn't wow me, but yeah, it's it was cool. Um, the big one, you ready to move on? Or one more, have, one yeah. more thought. Oh, yeah, go. Yeah, it wasn't until I really heard it on my uh, in my car that I that it like it actually that I actually got an appreciation for it because that was where the mix kind of opened up to me. Yeah, and to me, that's a shortfalling of mixing, and that that's because that was that's how we were trained, like. You mix for the, the broadest thing and the lowest common denominators you can get. We yeah. were in studios with NS10s, which are the shittiest speakers you could possibly get, apparently. Yeah. At least we were told that. Yeah. Um, and if you can make something sound good on there, that it'll sound good anywhere. And so like having to have a good speaker to for for something to sound even or for something to sound good, I guess, like to get that quality yeah. isn't isn't a sign of, of um craft to me because of how we were trained. Yeah. Dude, could you imagine mixing now? Like now, I guarantee that like guys are mixing in mono, 
and doing a blend of like mono yeah. and stereo. Because they have like the uh, cause because people walk around with one AirPod in there. Not yeah. only not only that, not only that, but because people are listening to like these little these little US. I mean, these little uh, wireless yeah, speakers. Yeah. Bluetooth speakers. I hadn't even thought about the one speaker that that I don't think I don't think I could sell myself short and be like, yeah, I'll just mix a mono because of that. But because I would still be splitting, <laughs> I would still be splitting stuff, you know, in the spectrum. Yeah. But it'd be good to kind of find a blend of like mono and stereo because you're mixing to these wireless like i use a i'm not i use a ue boom like mm-hmm. when i'm in the garage and stuff like that or in the backyard yeah, sometimes same. in the kitchen it's one speaker you're not getting stereo out of that shit like and it still has to sound good like it still has uh-huh. to sound good so i wonder if guys like mix to that also like they have to right i mean yeah. you'd have to well i guess this was in 2004 so probably maybe more now so more now so than any and then like then or yeah. 2014 you said yeah. um so like more more so now than then for sure but yeah like that that was where it really opened up and i was like oh yeah all this stuff really finds its place and you yeah. can like sit Dude. here and like listen for everything once once you have that that stereo spectrum how about those acoustic guitar tones yeah. like they sound good on there like uh-huh. it definitely and you know now, what and I, that was where that was like again when it opened up i was like oh there's like the the body to this sound yeah. that, that was, that, that's where my appreciation really came like that's how i can say that this is good yeah um but yeah, it had the crisp, the crisp neck mm-hmm. tones and then the good lower body tones. And I could al- almost picture I'm like, they for sure had three mics on this acoustic guitar. <laughs> oh, like yeah. they for sure and had three. Like if you good, no, I was gonna say like if they had anything less than three, I would I would be super surprised. Like for sure yeah. they had at least three mics on it. Go listen to Bonnie Ver and, and Arcade Fire, dude. I'm sure those tr- those sessions are like. Hundreds of tracks like I've listened to Arcade Fire before. They're they're complex. I can't remember like, it though like songs so like it, it's it's good but yeah um yeah cool we can move on now that was about all i had thundercat thunder fucking cat dude it's so good I, dude I was, oh man well first of all i just want to say i didn't realize it was produced by fly flying lotus until i started looking into it and that dude's uncle is fucking john coltrane and you hadn't heard of him before, but <laughs> no, he I is hadn't. amazing. I got turned on to him by one of the dudes that I used to work with at Apple. And man, I have been listening to everything that he's dropped since then. Dude, it's so good. And like, I mean, first and foremost, the dude is a fucking beast. Like yeah. he's a fucking beast of a player. And I don't know if I mentioned this on the last one, we were kind of throwing this album out, but like the first time I saw him, he's such a weird looking dude. Like he's so eclectic. Like, He's the dude you like, yeah, you people used to make fun of Elton John because he wore big glasses and the dude's a fucking genius. Like, that's how I see this guy's like, he's fucking wacky, weird looking. But the first time I saw him or even heard of him was when, and it sounds fucking weird, but like John Mayer has like the yeah, Sunday night show. That. Yeah. So he's at the Sunday and he came on and I was like, like miles wide open like holy shit who the fuck is this dude how i never heard of them like and so i went and looked for stuff like as soon as i got off that you had heard him you just hadn't heard his name yet probably yeah you know yeah probably and like so man like his bass playing is for someone who played bass and like you know had a had a flirtation couple years with it like i wouldn't call myself a bass player but i would say you know i had a flirting with it for a while fuck man like his playing is so good his technique is so crisp and clear and like you could just tell he's someone who genuinely fucking loves to play the bass like he you can tell when there's guitar players out there that like yeah they're great and they're famous but you know what they if they were still doing nothing they would still be playing guitar like that's this dude like he doesn't 
he doesn't play to make money. He just happens to make money because he plays well. He's like that's what, to, yeah. yeah, he's good enough to. And so like the songs are great. The quality is great. Like his bass playing is amazing. The produce, like the production of it is great. I mean, there's so many little artistic nuances and I'm like, oh, that was definitely like the, the producer. And I didn't know who it was until you had sent it to me. And I was just like, holy shit, like just floored by it. I was like, fuck yeah. it. Um, I definitely got to look on that website more and, and just. Did you go listen to Flying Lotus after that? No, I didn't. Okay. Well, listen to some of that this week if you can. Okay. That dude is badass. I I love him. Like his stuff is super electronic, and that's what I that was kind of the influence from him that I got um yeah. on this album. I don't know if he did his last one, but I remember listening to his last one. I know what you're talking about, his look, because his look is the reason I found him when I first started doing like my whole backlog and the way that I, I consume music now. Yeah. Um, because the album that he came out with before is like his, like half of his face sticking out of the water and yeah. his hair, like in the, in a, like just, in a lake or something like that. And his hair is all like, like uh, curly and stuff inside of it. And it's just, I was like, I saw the album cover. And I was like, what is this? So I threw it into my rotation. I was like, this is great. And that was how I, <laughs> I knew to pick him up again this time too. Yeah. And uh, this album, like, I just really enjoyed this album. It was, joyous in a way that not a lot of stuff is and it like because we we issued this what like a month ago probably like right after we had first gone into quarantine like it was just such a good album for that time like it was so fucking happy like you can't help but want to dance to it and yeah dude it's got such a good groove his popping and his his popping and his like thumb slaps on it like they're fucking i mean they're just so funky like it's mm-hmm. it's got this like funk to it but it's not a funk album so i hate for people to think yeah. like oh it's funk like no it's like it's it's not funk but like you can definitely see that he's rooted in that because mm-hmm. he brings that and gives the funk style of bass playing a whole new like he reinvented like what funk bass playing could be like you know what on i mean like album, on yeah. this album yeah like it was fucking great tell me oh, sorry you know what i just looked up real quick Flying Lotus, which is an album that you recommend first for? Um, I don't know any albums by name anymore. Okay, yeah, I'll just uh, I'll just grab see. the first one. There's a 2020 on there. I'll just I'll look up that. Yeah, one. that that one came out this year. Um, I know that one's good for sure. I I did listen to that one this year. You know what? Most of it's not on here yet. I wonder if it just came out. No, it came out a while ago. Oh no, there maybe it is. Yeah. Just, okay, I was gonna say maybe he just. Oh, it's got a pack song on there. Yeah, I'm definitely listening to that. Uh, which one is this oh dude that's flamagra oh that album it is kind of experimental like the there's a uh fire is coming i have that song in my like that it was it's in my like uh stuff i like playlist which is eight hours long so i might never run into it again (laughs) but it's just this weird like i don't like david lynch stuff really like he's just kind of out there and i don't like he's never really i i don't get david lynch to say that much but yeah. this is the one David Lynch thing that like is really good, and it's a long album. It I, yeah, I liked listen to Flamager. It's it's great. Okay. Um, I really liked Black Qualls on this album, or Black Qua- Qualls. It's Qualls, right? The song. Uh, hold on, I'm going back to it. Let me see. Any song with a funk guitar and childish Gambino is just instantly better. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And the uh, there was um, in this one, I think it's towards the end or in the middle anyway. There's some crazy panning where there's just song like if you're listening to it in headphones, there's just sounds everywhere um, flying around in that song. Yeah. Damn it! This is a deluxe version, so it's got like it looks like <laughs> it's almost like two tracks, on, two albums on here. Flamagra. Yeah. No, that's just the album. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's like long. Two, it's two hours and 14 minutes. That's well, a fucking, uh, that's an album. No, the one that's on Spotify is one hour and seven minutes. So that one, maybe that, I would say listen to that one because two hours seems like. The one that's here on Apple minutes. Music is two hours. But well, you know what? Like I said, I don't think all the tracks are available just yet. Maybe because it barely came out. When did it come out? You know? Uh, a while ago, I think. This doesn't have a date on it. It just says the year. Oh, it, yeah. Oh, there it goes. There it is. Uh, expected May 29th. So May 29th, I'll be listening to those two hours worth. If it's good, I'll give oh, it a fucking cool. I'll give it a listen to. Sweet, yeah. I'll May 29th. I'll, I'm definitely going to listen to it again then. Oh, I see what it is. It's the full album and then it's instrumentals. Got it. Oh, okay. Now I see it more. Got it. Okay, cool. Oh, sweet. Um, I really, uh, like, obviously, Dragon Ball Durag is fucking great. Like, <laughs> Dude, he, that one was fucking hilarious. This is somebody else's joke. Um, but it, it, it is now the only acceptable song to make love to. <laughs> that's funny dude that one was so fucking funny like i actually had to go back and like listen to because i'm like am i listening to these these lyrics right like sometimes i'll be honest sometimes my ear doesn't catch lyrics right and i'm one of those guys that's like i'm like making up my own words and like they're not even the real words i'm like well, i gotta check the lyrics on this one because i just i it that one was fucking great um <laughs> black walls was great yeah that one was great too I'm trying to look at the track list for the Thundercat album now too. And you know what? It was so good, dude. I have a, a an employee of mine and for the last like six weeks or so, um, I was working on Saturdays with a small team and we were doing just some other work. And so I got to know, I know my employees really well, but I got 130 employees, man. This small group of like, it was six of us. I got to just know them really well because we were working eight hours together every day, every Saturday. Turns out this this kid, this friend, this employee of mine, young dude, is an extremely huge um oh my god what's his name <laughs> he's an extremely huge fan of um oh god damn it um i can't think of his name right now now shit Any songs you can give me a hint for oh shit um Anyways, I'll think I'll come back to him right now. But I recommended him Thundercat, right? Because of 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 the weekend. Shit. There you go. Okay. And so he's a huge weekend fan. He's like, oh, and this dude's like really chill, but he totally like fangirled out. He's like, oh, I used to know the weekend from before the weekend was the week, like before he was Everybody so famous. Used to know the weekend oh, he dude. Was good. And so he I was... hate hearing that. He was so good before before the hills came out. Like, dude, oh no, he shut... loves everything still. Oh, okay, like, he, cool. He was not uh, like, a hater on. A of, cool. There's he... a lot of people that that I've seen with that sentiment. Oh no, no, like, no, no, no. Shut up. His music is so good still. Yeah, his shit is great, and that's what we were talking about. Like, no, he's not even. He's not like that. Cool. He wasn't like, oh, his shit was way better from before. No, like, yeah, yeah. we were talking about. I don't know how. I think he had AirPods on and I was asking, I was like, what do you, what do you listen to? He's like, oh, The Weeknd. He's like, Weeknd's my favorite, man. Like, I've loved him forever. I know every song, every word, yada, yada. And I'm like, whoa, okay. Like, totally fangirled out, dude. I mean, it was just, but it was cool to see, like, right? And so I was like, man, that's cool. Like, what else you listen to? He's just like, uh, stuff kind of like, like that, like The Weeknd, like some of that, like, you know, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. So, and we had just recently kind of like done the, the podcast, right? And so I was like, I was like, dude, you should listen to Thundercat. And so the next week when we met up for work again, because 
he's my employee, but he works in an outside building, so I don't see him every day. I asked him about Thundercat. I'm like, did you listen to it? He's like, dude, he's really good. I like it too. And I was like, cool. I was like, I was glad like he liked the the recommendation, you know? So it was like, cool. Like at least I wasn't giving him like some garbage to listen to. And he was, he like appreciated it. Yeah. And so it or was, you were his boss. So he was like, yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could have been into it. Nah, he's a pretty that, honest kid. That, dude, yeah. that album's too good. There's nobody that can listen to that album and and not like that. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. probably are, but they're probably shitty people, so they don't matter. Yeah, but they're wrong. So, yeah, you know, exactly. That's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. the point is. <laughs> um, shit. Yeah, so those are good albums. So I really want to talk about a track, an album I listened to um, a lot lately, dude. It's been on repeat for a few weeks, like, and it's an older album. And I, I didn't want to bring it up before, and I didn't even want to mention to you because I I might get the third degree from you because you might have mentioned this artist to me. <laughs> have you heard of Kid Quill? Kid Quill. If you I don't, don't know, know him right off the bat, then I doubt it. I don't know. I don't think I do, to be honest. I'm going to pull up his... No. Dude, he's got such good fucking raps. Yeah, like, he's he's along, along the line of, like, logic and kind of like that type of, like... um style without the fast like rhythmic style like logic Uh but that type of like really witty like upbeat like not the club bitches like type rap right okay and so the album i've been listening to a lot was 94.3 the real this is an album that the album in its entirety front to back is so fucking enjoyable to listen to because it reminds me of listening to the radio back in the day when i liked listening to the radio like you know what i mean there's these little skits and tracks where it's like the DJ and he's like, oh, you're listening to 90.3 The Real, blah, 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 my man DJ Quill. Like, and it's just like, and it's, it's really, it's a fun summertime album to listen to. Now, it came out in 2017, so there might be people out there being like, bro, you're fucking late to this party. <laughs> but I don't give a fuck. I barely found it myself. He's got a Nappy Roots track, of, a Nappy Roots feature on there called White Shoes. Great track. Like, it's just upbeat, man. Like, it's upbeat. It's cool. It's fun. If you're looking for something that's light, hip-hop-y, like, it really checked the box for me, like, on that summertime, like, upbeat. Like, I'll throw it on when I'm leaving work and I'm kind of, like, just exhausted and and stressed out from everything. It makes me feel better. You know what I mean? And, like, that's what music in general should do. Like, Mm. the song, the lyrics are fucking wacky sometimes and, like, funny. And you're just like, dude, that's super funny and, like, ridiculous, but but well thought out. You know what I mean? And so, like, it's a really cool track. I don't know if it's one we want to, like, assign, but it's one that I've been listening to a lot lately. I do have a different one I want to assign, though. Okay. Before we move off from that thought, then, just kind of... It's not going to sound like it, I'm sure, because it's, it's going to be different. And I don't know if you ever listened to him a lot back like early 2000s. I, I did a lot. Um, but did, did, you ever listen, did you ever listen to the game a lot? The game? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, when he was like... When he was big? When he was big, yeah, okay. back then. So and, then, and then the new one, yeah. In, that, that one? Okay, that, cool. Yeah. I wasn't you sure if you that heard one. that one. Yeah. yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, 1992 is so good because it, it's kind of like that too where like you listen to that and you're taken back. And the reason it's called 1992 is because it's a 90s hip-hop album. Yeah. It was released in 2016. And I, was, I wasn't sure if I had uh, suggested that one to you. Yeah, yet. you had yeah, sent me that one. That one's that a good one cool. too, for sure. Yeah. I did like that There's one. a song on there called I Grew Up on Wu-Tang. Like, Bompton is a good song on that one. Yeah, like that. So it's, I think it's kind of along that vein where it like transports you to a different... Oh. 
uh, for sure it was period a period in music it was an album i definitely was like oh this this feels like i went to best buy and picked it up like <laughs> on the release date like it for sure felt like that like you know like i ran out on lunchtime from school <laughs> ran to the fucking best buy on mccray to go pick up that shit like to make sure i had i was the first motherfucker in school to have that like no nah, it was a good album i do remember it i think i bought i think it's i mean i bought it i think it's what i definitely added to my library like when i first kind of started getting apple music because right around that time is when it when it came out so i definitely for sure know i have it in my library somewhere but it's a good album i definitely agree with that like for sure really really good this one's not that 90s feel but it's got an upbeat like summer feel to it man like it's Mm -hmm. just it's happy and shiny like you know what i mean like that's how it makes me feel like when i listen to it nothing's real hard or aggressive like on it which and- is how that game album is so in that case maybe it's complete polar opposite because <laughs> it, 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 like the game album is gangster rap from yeah the 90s, no but- this isn't gangster okay. rap this is more like upbeat but he's still like you know i won't say it's like a it's still got like curse words and shit like that so it's definitely one you don't want to throw on with your kids in the car Except for you, who throws Wu Tang on him, his son in the car. But... My son requests Wu Tang since he's two years old. <laughs> but it's we're not gonna listen to no Baby Shark in my car. <laughs> but this one's a good one, man. Like I just, I had to throw it out there because it's one that I've been listening to a lot. And then another one I've listened to a lot lately. Another old one. It, it's um, the Return of the Boom Bat, which is KRS One, nineteen ninety, like fucking way <sighs> old. And I'll tell you how it came across my plate was I went for a run and uh the track that came up was let me see I want to say it was I want to say it was Black Cop was the one that came out and I was like as soon as I heard it I was like I I could remember the whole album in my head and I was like <laughs> oh shit like I forgot that whole I literally was trying to run and like open my phone get the whole album like how do i not own this album on my library like and i got the whole album down and that one's kind of it's it's been in my rotation a little bit too just because it's so fucking good like it's just good quality shit you know what i mean karis one's just it's good quality 90s rap for sure it's awesome to like completely forget shit i completely forgot like the story of dragon ball and I've gone back and listened, like gone back and started watching it again. It's yeah. like watching it for the first time. It's awesome. <laughs> I, love, I love finding shit like that. They're like, I know, I know, I consumed it and I watched a lot of it, but it's just not in my memory anymore. <laughs> yeah, I recently started watching Avatar again because it just came out on Netflix. Yeah. That's oh, everybody should watch Avatar. That's a whole other thing. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we can get into our assignments. You want to rotate this time? Because I think the one that I, one of the ones that I have, should probably go first, so we avoid a um. Lex and uh, Poppy situation. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the first one that I have is Lola Marsh, and this one came out way early in the year. Um, this one came out in January, actually. And okay. but there was a lot of songs that I threw into my rotation from this one. Um, it's kind of like a, a softer album, but they're like, it's really. Um, I've heard it described as cinematic, and there really isn't. I don't think I don't know that there's a better way to describe it. Maybe once I get some more exposure with it here. Um, we'll be able to yeah but there's just a lot of a lot of good songs on here they're a they're a duo and if you look at their picture they actually look like um a penelope cruz and um eli wiley doppelgangers <laughs> um, but she's, the vo- she's the vocalist and and the dude is uh does the music but yeah like they they apparently they got famous from doing a song for better call saul oh gosh um, she does look just like like yeah whoa <laughs> 
That's oh, scary. Man, wait, wait till you hear her voice, dude. Oh man, it's so like captivating. So you're talking like, about uh someday tomorrow, maybe someday that... tomorrow, okay. maybe. Yeah, yeah, the latest one. Okay, cool. Um, I haven't, I haven't gone back and listened to their other ones just because I haven't had time, but okay. I, I do intend to because they are a band that I like a lot. Okay. Um, at least, at least from this exposure. So that that's the first one for the for next week okay. or next month or two months or whatever. <laughs> Whenever we get around to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. I got that one in my library. Just added it. All right. And then the other one, the one that I have, oh man, I went out, is called, it's one that actually that Jeff did uh, recommend to me. And he found it, I think just kind of listening to like a radio album, like a, a, a mixed kind of album. It's called Watsky, W-A-T-S-K-Y. You ever heard of him? And Cardboard Castles is the, is the album. So that's- S-K-Y what, you said? Yeah. W-A-T-S-K-Y. Okay. Um, so that's the one that I want to throw out there. I only had one for this. For this he actually uh, just had one come out again, too. Oh, did he? I haven't even looked. Yeah, March 9th. So I'll probably uh, listen to that one. At some yeah, point. I'll add that one, too. We'll look at both. At least if this one's good enough, I'll sh- I'm sure I'll end up adding Yeah, and it's the same thing. thing. Like, he's got one. He's got a track called Kill a Hipster. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's it's still really witty and funny, kind of like hip-hop. Almost like... Almost when like Eminem used to be really lighthearted, but not as aggressive. Does that make sense? Like, you know what I mean? Like the shit that you used to listen to M and like, it was like, uh, that was just really enjoyable to listen to. And it wasn't like all this fucking, like all, he didn't bring all his trauma into it. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> or his anger yeah. and aggression. Like that's kind of like what this one is. And like, but it's really, it's just really witty and really well done. Like, you know what I mean? It's got some good shit in it and some good, like, uh, rhymes and stuff like that like he's it's a really good track i mean it's a really good album also i see um experimental or i see experimenting and hip-hop in his spotify by bi- uh bio so i'm i'm in fully I'm <laughs> let me see i want to find out where what, i didn't know he had a new one on there too this is the, oh this one's 2013 that's right yeah so while you're looking for that i will do the last one and um this one's probably going to be a change. It's de- not definitely. It's definitely going to be a change of pace from the other ones that we've assigned, which hasn't been that big a sample size. Um, but it, the band is called Dogleg. The album just came out this year. It's called Melee. Um, did I suggest to you uh, Turnstile? I don't think so. So they sound familiar. Both, both of these bands are punk bands. Turn, Turnstile. Um, Turnstile's album Time and Space came out in 2018, and like it. When I had heard it, I guess maybe that was probably I had been listening to music for about a year and I hadn't really, nothing had caught my ear that was like aggressive and good. Yeah. Um, and that's what this, that's what Dogleg did with this one. Like it, it was probably, like, the reason I bring up that Turnstile album is because it wasn't until I heard this one that I had that same feeling I had when I heard Turnstile. Like it's just so raw and like, um, not re- it's not refined at all or like like mixed necessarily that great like it's, it still sounds good don't get me wrong yeah. but like it, it is like it, it's like the essence of punk i think and um so i want to listen to more like that's the reason i'm assigning is because i do want to find out more like musically and like lyrically how good they are because it just it really caught me with their their um like i said their aggression and their their net like their natural raw sound yeah turnstile is that what it's called turnstile time and space is the one that they that they remind me of the um oh, okay. the one for this week is called dogleg dogleg 
Let me look. Well, the the artist is Dogleg. The album is Melee, and it just came out in March. Okay, cool. This one's only like thirty five minutes too, so it shouldn't be too bad. That's cool. I'm always looking for something yeah. that's a little bit like just kind of harder like that. You know what I mean? Especially when it's yeah. So I'm excited to see what you think about this one too, then, because it, it like it's just a it's just a cool sound and uh, not one that we hear too often because people want to go for that like refined and like produce like polished stuff just because it like it's available and uh like what i was saying before like with all these technology advancements you should be going for that but yeah if you can do raw and real this well then stick to that <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay i got it cool melee there it is cool nice all right oh wait did i add it yeah all right cool what else have you been listening to like lately? Like what's been in your rotation? Like at least like on the way to work, like other, um, other than assigned stuff, like, you know what I mean? Well, I mean that childish Gambino album, like I said, nothing other than algorithm should be coming out. Right oh now. dude, that fucking album is great. Like it's fucking <laughs> just, great. I know we talked about doing yeah. like a full episode just on that one, but like, and it's funny because that, I, I had to go and like, look up why the tracks were named that way. And I felt really stupid when I found out they were just the times of like the album. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you knew that or not, but I was oh. just like, I, I just like, I thought there was some like secret code or like, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I thought. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, what are these numbers? Like, what are these? Yeah. Like, and you know what? It comes You're from- playing like a, uh, an alternate reality game yeah. from like the <laughs> yeah, early dude. 2000s. Yeah. And, and yeah. It's got to mean something. I, I thought it was missed, like the game missed from like, <laughs> you know, but like, because because childish is so because gambino's such a good fucking writer in whatever the fuck he does i thought there was some Ludwig are infallible musically dude i thought there was some like (laughs) like, you know just some like weird little like thing to it i mean he's just he's just a fucking true artist like whether he's doing comedy whether he's doing this whether he's doing um acting i mean he's just a fucking like you put him in something, he's just going to be amazing at it. And this album just speaks to that. Like I wasn't, I wasn't real big on the, um, on, uh, what was the album before this one? I uh, think I might hang up right now. If you say awaken my love, dude. Uh, yeah. Awaken, awaken my love. Uh, you can hang up right now if you want, but it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't to me as great as like, because of the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, Every, like he sings more, that, like, he sings more on it and it's got, it's definitely a good sounding album and it's got his tracks. It just, when you're expecting something, it wasn't what I expected. I, I had to, that's I had reason, to go, I had to go back and listen to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, more to like appreciate it. To be the biggest complaint that I see it is like, Oh, it's not a childish campaign. Like, no, it is. He just evolved as an artist and he made a better album than anybody has made in years. In my opinion. <laughs> like that awaken. My love is. In the last 10 years, the pinnacle of music. When I, when um, Fiona Apple fetched the bolt cutters, did you hear that by any way? Not the new one that came out with her? Yeah. I haven't listened to it yet, but I, it's on my, oh, yeah. Good? I, Pitchfork gave it a 10. And I, like when I first heard it, I was, when I first heard that they were, that they gave it a 10, because Pitchfork is like, I mean, I'm a hater. So I, I don't <laughs> like, like stuff that, oh, I mean, I hate uh pretentious people and that's what that website seems to me um and so like when i heard that that happened i was like wait so that apparently that was the first perfect 10 they had given out in over a decade i was like wait awaken my love came out way less than a decade ago and you guys didn't give that a 10 
you're garbage. Um, <laughs> but that's the bolt cutters. Like when I, I like tweeted out something like, oh, the uh, something like fetch the bolt cutter was the first thing to get uh, 10 in years tells me all I need to know about Pitchfork or something like that. Wrong target because that album is so good. Um, or wrong example, right target, but that fetch the bolt cutters is, is so good. I, I'm gonna I have to listen to it. I saw it pop up on when it. I was looking at um, like new releases, stuff like that, and mm. it instantly like brought me back to like the fucking early 90s with her other album, which she was really, really great on. And I added, I just honestly have not listened to it yet. I need to make sure to listen to it soon, though. The strokes, um, the new abnormal so good the strokes uh, it's, too. it's like a yeah it's like a, a good um strokes album again nice um that weekend album is good there's a couple other ones that i want to keep because i we might end up using them bishop nehru i think you might like a lot um his new album is, is. neruvia my disregarded thoughts he supposedly wrote this album in like middle school yeah and just found it just like found it a couple like a year ago or something like that and then decided to to actually like produce it and make it into an album so oh gotcha now i think you'll like that one too it's, it's got a cool feel I, um i did see that other one i'm trying to look for the the white stripes one the strokes you mean i mean the strokes didn't the white stripes have a new one that came out too no they've been done for a while dude did you listen to Haley williams new like her solo album I heard the first EP and I'm so over here. What do you she think? She seems like she's just the like, she's an over a, she's a less marketable, less talented, no, less marketable, less industry savvy Gwen Stefani. I can't, I can't say that you're wrong. I listened to it. <laughs> I listened to the whole album because I wanted it to be good because I like, I, I like her voice. Chance. Like, I like her voice. You know what I mean? I really genuinely love. I mean, I like girl rock. I like girl rock. I like girls, girls as you know the the fronts for bands. Like I fucking love that shit. But yeah. I I just couldn't. Like I listened to it. I added it, and I was like, eh. I took it off. Like I took it off my <laughs> library because I'm like, I'm not gonna listen to this again. Like none of them were anything that I would go back and listen to it. It was fun to listen to once, and that was like all I needed. You know what I mean? Which bummed me out. It really bummed me out. Yeah. Yeah. She. I've been off for off of her like even with paramore i think their third album was the one where i was just like nah this just isn't for me anymore like but um like all we know is failing i'll still go back to that album and listen to it like three or four oh, times yeah. in a row like i love that album but it's just what they became and kind of like with all the infighting with the band i think it just kind of wore on them and they just didn't put out as good of music after a while but i know a lot of their fans really kept liking them so maybe i mean maybe it's me um yeah but i, I wasn't a big fan of that like i said i heard the um the eps that ended up uh, those songs also ended up on the the full tri- album. Yeah, but it, it wasn't for me. What about that Have new? You heard Tom? What, what about that new Black Dahlia murder? Uh, I didn't listen to that. I I added it, but I haven't listened to it either. I just I just like found it right now again. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to listen to that. Uh, speaking of other artists that we listen to a lot, um, MXPX, Incubus, and the Used all came out with new albums. Did you hear any of those? Uh no. Incubus has a new one. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, not if you like Incubus anyway. <laughs> I believe may be the rock version of Kesha. Like they, she had two good songs, and she's been living off of them forever. The used had Taste of Ink and um, Box Full of uh, Used Sharp or Sharp Objects, whatever it's called. 
I think they've been living off the goodwill of those songs for decades now because I can't remember songs other than that for the use that were really good to me. What do you mean? Um, the Black Parade? You didn't like the Black Parade album? The used, not My Chemical Romance. Oh my God. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, MXPX's new album was okay. It was way better than some of the more recent stuff that they've released. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't like a, there was a lot of filler in it. Um, That's discouraging. Have you, but have you heard Tom Mish? I think that's how you pronounce his last name. M-I-S-C-H. No. He's an English dude. He has a lot of like um, session or like people featured and stuff what like that. What style is it though? Um, it's, it's different. Like a lot, he has a lot of different tracks. It's more like a, it seems like a session or like a studio musician album kind of. Yeah. Um, because it's so, it's so different from track to track. He, it's kind of like that Thundercat where like, he's, he just seems to be a good musician. Yeah. And so he'll bring other people on and just put and um, do, do tracks with them. So his most recent album is actually a collaboration with um, Yusef Days. And I heard I first heard him two years ago um, when his album Geography came out. And there's a couple songs on there. I think you were on my first um, solo recording session. You were at my first solo recording session where we recorded Geo and um, the dude that was in my class, Pat. Oh yeah, yeah. Geo, the Geo, uh, this kid in our that went to school with me, Carlos was working there. Um, Geo, he played every instrument, and he didn't just play it. Like he didn't just play every instrument. He was fucking great at every instrument yeah. that he played. And so like, I remember being there with him till three in the morning and we had so many mics up and he would just go in and lay down tracks and they were so good. And like, I, and he's creating on the fly. Like, let's just say that already. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He would, yeah. he would like, he had the song in his head and he would lay down. I don't even remember which order he laid things down. Then he would just lay and layer and layer and layer. And he's like, oh, you know what? I think I can put one more guitar track over that. Let me do one more. Like, it's like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking? Yeah, you know what? Let me add a little bit more piano to this little part right here. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? He was and, yeah, amazing. Like, that, that's what this dude reminds me of. So the, the solo album that he had, Geography, go listen to that. And I bet you it, like, it'll have shades of, of that session. And like, maybe it's just, I know that I know it so well because that was my first mix and I dedicated hours. Like, I mixed that track in every single room in both campuses where we where we used to go to school. Yeah, um, at least once. So, <laughs> like, and um, and like that's what just the kind of feel that it had to me. And I remember being in that session, like, just the vibe that we had, and him like the track that we ended up laying down. He called Gypsy Groove, and I remember we were like just kind of picturing like, oh yeah, imagine people back in the day, like, I don't know, fucking call it Caravan, who cares? Like, because we were, we were asking him as we were typing, like writing down the session, like, what do you want to call the song? He's like, ah, oh, Gypsy Groove, why not? And uh, that, like, I just remember like that, that was like a vivid memory for me in that, in that session. It was just a fun like vibe. Yeah. That's what I get from Tom Misch's stuff. Yeah. And so I, I would suggest maybe listening to Geography first, which came out in 2018, and then the new one. Okay. Um, so if you don't want to listen to the full album of the new one, the there's a track called Night Rider with Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs has been holding down for years for me. He hasn't dropped anything that I've disliked. And so when I saw that it was him and Tom Mish before the album even came out, that was one of the few singles that I picked up and threw into my rotation. Right away. <laughs> yeah. I don't really do singles like like we've talked about, but that one was one where I was like, oh, these two guys, done. done. Yeah, you're going to have to send it to me um, for sure. I don't see Incubus' new album on here. It might be under the other guy, Yusuf Days, but I'll send it to you, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just added a few of those ones we just talked about right now. 
if you didn't listen to it, Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib, to stay on Freddie Gibbs for a second, released an album called Bandana. Not Bandana Beats, because that's just the instrumentals, um, which came out this year, but Bandana came out last year. That album is great, dude. It's even got Most Def on it. It's got Pac on it. Um, I think Black Thought is on the Most Def song, too. Yeah. It, it's good. Dude, I, I can't say enough like how much I love Pac. And like just his voice yeah. and his style, and like I'm... he made Trolls World Tour. Com- oh, like, dude, that's exactly what I was getting to. You beat me to the punch, Sorry. you asshole, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I've listened to the Trolls like album, like the World Tour album, strictly because of him. Like I like the tracks <laughs> that he's on. You know what I mean? And like, um, so you know when Harper's in the car and stuff like that. Well, and she do she loves it. It's funny because she loves Barracuda. And I'm like, cool. Like, it gives her a new appreciation for like an old song. She has no idea, like the you know what that the the age on that song and like what it was before. But, um, man, hearing him on some tracks and like, as soon as he came out in the movie and we were watching the movie, I didn't know he was on it. I was like, oh, that's fucking packed. And like <laughs> the first song he sings, I think it was the one, um, the Atomic Dog or something like that. And I don't remember if it was that one or the one where he's telling the story, but if you got kids, listen to the album, listen to the track, watch the movie. Like the dude is amazing, dude. Like he's yeah. just fucking, he's so entertaining. He's so great. And like, I just, I can't get enough of him after I listened you know, after her and I watched the movie, I went back and listened to like Venice and like, you know, just some of his other albums because I'm like, I don't, not to necessarily forget about him, but it, like, he's not regularly popping up in my rotation sometimes, you know? And like, he's just, he's just really good, dude. Like, I love him. I love his style because he doesn't stick. He's almost like that. Like he does these tracks that are not cookie cutter. Like one might be hip hop, but the other one's kind of jazzy. And the other one's kind of got like more of like a, a rock feel or a funk feel to it. Like, you know what I mean? And like, but he's still, he's still the star on there and he's still laying down like good vocals and good tracks. And like, I'll tell you the first time I saw him at ACL, and I didn't, I didn't realize he played drums and sang at the same time. I was like, <laughs> boom, like my mind was blown. I was like, this dude's fucking amazing. And he plays drums really yeah. fucking well. Like he's not just sitting there playing patterns, dude. Like he's playing like rhythmically, like, I mean, not rhythmically, like melodically with his band and like his band, another thing, like his band is fucking great. Like he's got a keyboardist, a guitarist, his bass player. Like they're all really good musicians. I don't know if that band was put together. I like to go look and like find that out whether he put that band together and they're like this group that have been together or whether a producer put them together like i don't really know the history behind their group um but like he i can't say enough good things about him dude like and he really he hit he hit it out of the park like with with the fucking trolls like movie and album. Uh, like he was such a good hit on there like for me at least like and you could tell that they thought the same thing too like he had more features than like any of the other like people like you know what i mean like i think he had if not as as many equal songs to like the main two main characters and his <laughs> his his character comes out like for a third of the movie more like yeah <laughs> compared to the other ones like he was just he's just good dude he's just good <laughs> yeah to go back to artists that i've been playing for roland in the car since he was a baby dude he used to request the bird all the time or at least like when it would come on he would just be quiet like malibu i used to play in the car all the time and he loved it and so like if uh i don't know if he even like 
drew the the similarities between when trolls came out but he he actually is more into um trollex like a lot of other little kids apparently apparently trollex is like the toddler god right now because yeah. his li- other little cousin loves him and like all these other little kids i know like all the toys are sold out of him um because he's edm or what? <laughs> yeah i guess that must be it they've never heard daft punk before and it just blows their mind it they, blows their tiny little brains yeah they're like oh my god i gotta listen to more daft punk yeah harper, harper um, loved that she loved that track too like and it's funny because that song comes out like the what is it the one more time she's like god, i love this song and i'm like oh god like i used to like like go to raves and like party to that song, like you know, back in the day. And I'm like, that's such an old song. And I'm like, Whew, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell her. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, it's a good song, baby. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's an old one, but it's a good song. That's for sure. <laughs> that's yep. fucking funny. I didn't know that either. She really likes Barb. And I'm telling you, like, Barracuda comes on and like, it's just, it's really cute to see because she'll, she'll, she'll do barracuda she'll do um crazy train is the other one too like she's really liking some of like the rock songs a little bit more and she has this little like this little frozen like themed microphone and she's walking around like if she's on a stage and she's like barracuda like she's singing the songs (laughs) and like stuff and i'm like cool like you know what i mean i have a track now she's doing like you know like the like the devil thing like you know like the little like symbols and stuff like that and little horns and stuff like that and i have a picture where she's like like she's like with her tongue out like ah, like, you know I mean? like it's just funny dude it's i think it's cool exposure for kids at a young age to see like this variety of music in their own way like you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's kind of cool like maybe she'll remember as she gets older like oh this is the real song by ozzy osbourne yeah this is who really <laughs> sings crazy train baby like <laughs> this dude bit a bat and he's probably the real reason why we have like coronavirus like, <laughs> like <laughs> but it's just it's fucking funny dude it's cool uh, um well then just to bring it back home one uh suggestion i might make for you since she likes that um there's a it's a newer band I think their name is X Hex. Their newest album reminds me of Heart so much. Yeah, <laughs> cool. I'll have to I'll have to play. I have her this weekend, so I'll have to play. Her. Yeah, I mean I don't know if she'll like it, but definitely I think you will. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to pull up what the album is called. It is it's called It's Real. It came out at the end of last year. Um, give that album a shot. They're they're not a newer band apparently. They did come out with their first album in 2014. Yeah. But this is the last year was the first year I had heard them do shades of heart all over so she might she might be into them and i know you're saying that you like like we 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 grew up on baruka salt like we love uh girl artists like you were saying yeah they're they're really good i like them a lot that's one that i want to i want to have her listen to is baruka salt dude like i want to see if she'll like i mean dude the baruka salt like they're fucking great like you know what i mean and so because she's getting more like you know just i'm trying to like she's 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 shy but she's not like she's shy when she's around people she doesn't know but like like this like her pretending to be on stage or her like she does these things where she's like pretending to do like these modern dances sometimes and stuff like that like so i'm trying to get her to break out of her shell i want her to listen to more girl rock and stuff like that because she relates to it and she likes it to see if she'll just kind of get she sings really well i'm trying to get her to like be more like outward you know more extroverted versus introverted but yeah. i don't know we'll see I, I i think she's starting to branch off a little bit more into 
It's better than some of the other stuff she's listening to. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> There's a lot of girl stuff on my um, new gems playlist, I think, right now. So I'd say maybe pick pick some of that stuff up um, for for your own listening, and then see if you might want to pass it on to her. I wouldn't tell her to listen. I wouldn't tell you to listen to my new gems playlist with her because there might be a Wu song or a weekend song in there, but uh maybe go listen to it to yourself and see if there's any stuff you want to pull off for her because there's a lot of i know that there's been a lot like the last two or three years maybe i don't know if we talked about it last time but maybe it's just that they're more on my radar than ever before yeah. because i've been using listening to so much new music but women have really just kind of taken over the music scene for me other than like childish and pack like women are the, a lot of the albums that i'm that i'm looking forward to more often or like um that i end up I guess surprisingly liking more than some of the other stuff that I go. Yeah, into. I have to agree with that too. Like, especially because I still am and kind of like over the last couple of years have gotten back into like the R and B because R and B just got really fucking good. Like for me, like it was re- I wasn't listening to any of it because I didn't like any of it for a long time. But then all of a sudden, like a couple years back. R&B just hit me like a fucking ton of bricks, man. And they're all female artists. Like they're so good and they're all female artists. And I'm like, I just was so taken back by so many of them. And like, there's just a like, so yeah, I definitely agree with that. At least related to R&B, like for sure. I, I definitely agree with that. I didn't find a new R&B artist. Where is he? I wanted to kind of throw him out there. Anybody who's looking for some R&B stuff. Um, molly music i guess is his name m-a-l-i that you would say that molly music um track the album that i found was called the transition of molly uh and it's a really good album he's got a feature with i'm really bad at saying her name the one we talked about last time Jenny. jenny echo is it jenny yeah it's just jenny echo jenny echo um he he features on a track of hers and that's how i kind of got directed to him and so he's got a good he's got a good album and stuff too but yeah definitely women are taking over for sure yeah um not a bad yeah for some recommendations on there at least directly from my new jams playlist soccer mommy her second album wasn't as good as her first one her first one was really good it's like singer songwriter kind of stuff she's really young and she's really i did good. listen to that you ha- i added that because we talked about it she was i did yeah. like it um carolyn rose is a good she's had some two she's had two last her two last releases have been really good over the last couple of years and one that i just found um i don't know if we talked about it but i think i had it on on the mix for for this podcast um last time was porridge radio and they're just kind of like a grungy girl group they uh, remind me a lot of um alanis morissette okay like when she first started yeah not uh, like the thank you and like the the more like artistic Alanis Morissette, but like the the um the, angry Alanis dang, yeah the raw like yeah yeah Porridge Radio their newest album is really good every bad is what it's called oh, Porridge Radio I'll have to look them up that's all I got that's all I, I got too yeah like oh I do want to talk for an hour ten minutes so. <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll throw out real quick another El Paso artist um. I just found he has a new EP that just came out. His name is Truly James with a Z, J-A-M-E-Z. Um, I'll say I finally listened to his full album. This dude's best friend is my barber. <laughs> so that's how I got directed to this guy. He's got a lot of really good potential, a lot of stuff that can 
he's got a lot of room to grow. I will say he's got an EP with about six songs on it uh, called Lost. And the tracks yeah. that I really like on there are Losing My Mind um, and Lost. I want to say I there's one more. I want to say the other one. It, okay, I think it might be the middle section. So I think it's Alone, Losing My Mind, and Lost. Those three tracks right in the middle, tracks three, four, and five, those are my favorite out of them. The other ones, I'm kind of like, ah, they're not bad, but they definitely like, I will say this, I would have produced them differently. I would have added different things. And so it's kind of cool when you hear something like that that sparks your own creativity for me to like say like, yeah, I, this is what I would have added or this is how I would have like, I would have probably gone this way with this track. Doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means sure. it's different. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a hundred remixes of like really good songs because people yeah. are inspired. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely say Kid's got a lot of talent. It's got a lot of really good, uh, a lot of really good, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, rhymes and stuff like that. And he's definitely got a, a, a way to go. And I'm hoping to see some growth out of him soon. And maybe we'll be talking about a full album with him at some point soon. Got the Franklin Mountains and the Star on his uh, Spotify picture. Yeah, he's got a different one on on. Well, the album that I have, it looks like it's more like the Road to Like uh, Guadalupe. The album is different, but his um, artist profile oh, on yeah. Spotify, yeah. it's just like a cartoon of the Franklin Mountains with with the star drawn yeah. in it. So yeah. I already added it to my backlog, since, especially since it's just an EP. Yeah, it's super it's quick, eighteen minutes. I mean, I listened to it like twice on the way to like driving around. I think one day, like just because I was really. I just wanted to give it a listen to. So, cool. Um, yeah. Again, that's it. Yeah, that's all I got so, too. We'll reconvene at some point. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully sooner than last time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and again, I mean, these albums I think are shorter. So as long as we can make the, as long as we can get the time and work doesn't kick our ass and stuff, then we should be back on here sooner than than this last um, abstinence for sure. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Bye. See ya.